0: I would also like to give honor and reverence to the woman of the universe for your superior work, for bringing forth the spiritual information through the triple stage of darkness of your womb and giving birth to God. We would like to give reverence to the universe and praises to the indigenous. My name is Raheem Shabazz, and this is Necessary Blackness Podcast.
1: Necessary Blackness podcast is independently owned and we do not accept sponsorship dollars from corporations. We are supported by the people such as yourself who know that in war, the first casualty is the truth. We are at war with racism and white supremacy. We must continue to tell the truth. Support us by purchasing your Necessary Blackness t-shirt by sending an email to Podcast at gmail.com.
0: Check out MCJ, MusicCultureJournalism.com. Hip-hop is a global movement reaching all aspects of music, culture, and journalism. MCJ is the premier destination for culture-driven video and editorial content around the country. Check out MusicCultureJournalism.com. Log on today.
2: Wingy Apparel is the latest fly and revolutionary streetwear to hit the market. Wingy is the outfitters of freedom fighters everywhere. Wingy is a Swahili word that means abundance. No one has ever gone broke by giving. So if you have it in abundance, sharing is better than receiving. Follow us on Instagram at Wingy Apparel. That's at W-I-N-G-I-A-P-P-A-R-E-L.
3: Necessary Blackness Podcast, every Wednesday at 6 p.m. with award-winning journalist and filmmaker Raheem Shabazz. This podcast is only for those who are unapologetic because the mind of the conscious man or woman recognizes no monopoly on truth. Truth is relative and always to be sought. Peace and power, black family. This is your
0: host, Raheem Shabazz, and we are here for a special episode of Necessary Blackness Podcast. Now, last week, we talked about a few things, and I told you we will continue it this week. So stay put for our second half of the podcast. But our first edition and our first half of the podcast, we have a special guest in the building. Her name is Chef Swan, and she's a cannabis coach who took a $5 smoothie and made it into a multi-million dollar business. You heard me right, a multi-million dollar business. And she is CEO and founder of Black Mogul Magazine, the Black Humanitarian Award, and the Black Cannabis Award. How you doing, Chef Swan?
4: I'm doing good, Raheem the Dream.
0: <laughs> All right. So this industry, the cannabis industry, is an industry that is relatively new to mm-hmm. us as a people, and we have to get in on the ground floor. And as we already seeing that there's a disparity in getting into this industry. And I know that you're doing a master class, a mastermind class, because anybody can have a master class, but you have a <laughs> mastermind.
4: Mastermind.
0: To be in this class or to develop yourself into having that mastermind. So I want you to tell us your entry. How did you get into the cannabis business? And tell us more about this mastermind class.
4: Well, I left Atlanta because you know, I lived here for a long time, left Atlanta, went out to the West Coast, kind of saw everything that was happening in California, saw everything that was happening in Vegas, did my research, laid real low, didn't tell anybody what I had in mind, didn't tell anybody what I was doing, uh, tested some things, some people that we knew were in the business, kind of saw what they were doing. And decided that I'm going to enter this business in a whole different way. I came back to the ATL because this is home for me. Brought my concept canabistro bistro back to the ATL. Uh, launched it last year in 2018. And just have been non-stop since. So I've been a self-taught vegan and vegetarian chef for more than 30 years. So I'm an herbalist also. I combined those two gifts along with my knowledge of cannabis and the plant and created this exciting brand. And and let me tell you, this opportunity in this industry is big, but there are people who definitely don't want to see us in this industry, for sure. Now,
0: you talked about infusing veganism with the cannabis industry. Right. Right. Can you tell us about this $5 smoothie? Cuz when I buy a it smoothie, <laughs> it's more than $5. Yes, this and
4: you smoothie mean to tell me you're
0: going to get cannabis <laughs> in the smoothie? Tell us a little bit about that.
4: Well so, let me back up a little bit. We uh we own a farm out in Colorado where we're able to actually grow and we grow all of the the CBD the cannabis that i use we grow it ourselves we so we control everything from seed to soil to the actual oil itself so i've created an entire ecosystem and the smoothie is just an entry point I wanted people to get used to our oil product that we produce. I wanted them to see how it would make them feel. I also wanted to create something that people would want to consume on a daily basis. So I took the oil and the smoothie and combined it. And I created it at a $10 price point that I was selling over here in the West End. And people were like, yeah, this is good and it's great. But nobody was spending $10. Nobody wanted to spend the $10. So uh, what I did, and, and think about it. You know, we're getting an organic product. Everything I do is organic. All of my oil is organic. All of my ingredients that I use to make all of my food product is organic. So $10 is really a deal Mm -hmm. compared to the West Coast where a similar product would be $30, $40, $50, and they get it all day every day. But, you know, my goal was to introduce our people here in the metro area and our community to the healthy side of this plant. So I, I took it from $10 down to five dollars, I changed the size of the cup that I was using, kept it still all organic and started selling it five dollars and When I did that, people just went crazy and they started buying them and then I've expanded. I have a cafe here in the uh, Lithonia area over near Stonecrest mall. It's not in the mall, but it's near the mall and so we're just just continuing to move and go as deep as we can in this business, but that five dollar smoothie is really worth about $35, $40.
0: So you hear that right here on Necessary Blackness podcast. $5 smoothie that, if sold on the West Coast, will be $30. For sure. Do you think that because of the economic disadvantage of our people here in the West End, That they're not spending that type of money or is it a difference from the West Coast? Was you in an area where it was uh, economically (laughs) displaced?
4: Well, you know, we were very close by down at the gallery, Gallery 992. We were working in that space, but people were coming from all over the city. Oh, okay. Sunday brunch was like banging. We we held the brunch down on Sundays and it was standing room only, us along with some other chefs and you know, shout out to to Ray Anwar who did that thing. He brought us into the gallery. So we were doing very well. People coming from all over. So it's not, I don't think it was the economics of it all. I just think people just didn't see the value at the time.
0: Or they didn't know.
4: They, they, they didn't understand. They didn't understand. But they're going to know now. They're they about to know for sure.
0: That's right. For sure. They're going to have to come to this master class. Now. now, some of the questions that I've seen on your page dealing with the master class, you, you was talking about how you're going to let people know if their idea is legal. Because anytime <laughs> somebody hear about the word cannabis, right, we automatically think in THC, right. a little smoke, smoke, puff, 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 and pass. <laughs> and that's not usually the case because, you know, cannabis, hemp is the only natural element that can not only feed you but can clothe you, protect you, and heal you. Absolutely. So I want you to talk about um, individuals that want to know if they have a determined idea to do something of a similar nature, how do they know if it's legal?
4: I get my blessing by helping other people. And some people in this space don't want to share what they know. But you and I have known each other for a very long time, and this is what we do. We share our knowledge with people, and we're still blessed no matter what. Nobody can take anything from me. So I put this mastermind class together, and it's real exclusive in that it's only for a small group of people so that we can really create a mastermind. Only 10 people. And the bottom line is people have ideas, But they don't realize this is not the same as growing marijuana, weed in your backyard and on your front porch. This business is totally different than that. This is a business and you got to understand how the rules, the regulations and the law impacts you. So just because you want to grow doesn't mean you can legally grow. You can do whatever you want to illegally, but you'll never grow a real big business in this space. You'll always be running and hiding. So you need to understand what it is you can do, what you can't do, and specifically what you can and cannot do in the state of Georgia and in the Southeast, period. You talked about
0: the rules and regulations. Let's talk about specifically here in Georgia, which doesn't have Hmm. a, a lenient law. (laughs) it seemed like the majority of black people that reside in Atlanta, you would think that the cannabis industry will benefit those that are Mm. residents of Atlanta, but that don't seem to be the case. Can you talk a little bit about that?
4: Well, for the past year plus, I've been preaching, talking, encouraging those who are on the front lines of our legislative process here in the state and the city that we need to make sure that social equity, social equity is about the inclusion of people of color, black people specifically in this process. And I'm here to tell you as these laws that have been passed that people are very confused about, none of these laws include any type of social equity or inclusion. And Georgia having A major black metropolitan area like Atlanta Mm -hmm. is the only state of its kind with such a major metropolitan area that has passed laws. Georgia is the only one that has not passed the law to include social equity and inclusion. So we don't have it. We missed that boat here. Not going to happen.
0: And who is responsible for that? Is that the mayor? Is it the politicians, city council members? Every
4: black elected official in this state, in the state house, in the state senate, they're all responsible. All of them, including the person who ran for uh, governor in this state. All of them are responsible.
0: Now, let me ask you a question. Do you think that it's because their lack of knowledge of this industry Or that they're doing the bidding of their white handlers and their big money donors?
4: I think they're doing the bidding. Uh, It's not lack of knowledge because you can initiate a bill Mm -hmm. if you want to. That means you can start that process. Every bill that has been initiated in this state, that has been started in this state, that has passed in this state, was passed, started, and or initiated by a white Republican. So Democrats didn't even lead the cause here. So Republicans led the cause. White male Republicans created the bills. Black folks jumped on the bandwagon towards the end. Whatever the bills were, however they were written, those were the bills that they had to vote on. We were not included. None of these elected officials chose to step up and help our community be included. And therefore, we ended up with what we ended up with. Nothing. Zero. Nada. Not changing that. Oh, well, listen. <laughs> That's why we do what we do. That's why we do what we do. This mastermind is really about finding people who want to work together. And at the end of the day, you're going to have a workable strategic plan of action that you can go out and execute. So it's not just about sitting around and talking about this. We're going to talk about specifics, your idea. We're going to run it through this uh, sensor that I have of whether this is going to work and how we need to tweak your idea. So at the end of the day, you're going to have what you need to execute and do business in this state and really any other state you want to. So I'm all about being the change, not just talking about it, being about it.
0: So let's talk about CBD. CBD. Okay. What is the process? What's the health benefits from it? And how can someone go about utilizing it maybe in their product?
4: Okay. CBD is the non-psychoactive side of the plant. You have THC, which is the stuff that gets people high. THC is the cause that we have to regulate this plant. Or that's what they say. THC is the reason and the piece that is heavily regulated. But CBD, there are some forms of CBD that contain smaller amounts of THC. There are legal amounts here in Georgia. Point 0.3 is the legal amount of THC Will you feel a buzz? Uh, with point 0.3, you probably will feel a little something, but not much. Oh. Not much at all. Uh, My product, because I don't want to deal with any of that, because all of that is really a a false narrative, THC. It's a false narrative about CBD and THC in this this state. So I don't put any THC in my product at all. Uh, CBD in and of itself is extremely healthy. There are health benefits to this plant, health benefits that the government has known about since the 20s and the 50s. But more recently, during the Bill Clinton administration, you know we all love Bill Clinton, right? Not me. But, go ahead. <laughs> but uh, during the Clinton administration, the United States Department of Health mm-hmm. applied for its very first patent on a plant
5: Wow! ever.
4: It applied under the Clinton administration and received such a patent. The patent was issued, issued in 2003, and what the patent simply reads is this. It reads, CBD, absent of THC, extracted away from THC, has extreme health benefits if taken in high doses, and they list on the very first page of this patent a myriad of diseases that they have clinically researched and know that CBD alone will treat, manage, or cure, including cancer.
0: And you know what? Many people, even myself, didn't know about that. I knew that it had certain health benefits, but you said, what year was this? This was 2003 when the patent was issued. See, so this information been out there since 2003, and let's be honest, how many of us knew about that? So that's why I like to bring individuals and guests up here to impart knowledge because no one individual knows it all. And we are the holders and keepers of ourselves and predicament. And we have to learn about this industry. And this is a podcast that is going to do it. That's going to at least give you some ground level information that you can know about what's going on in the cannabis business. And I'm going to call this podcast, right, From Seed to Soil.
4: Seed to soil, baby. Because that's,
0: that's what we got to control. We got to control from the seed to the soil because we don't even control the seeds for the food that we eat. Right. And, and you know how that's doing us. Right. You know, we getting GMO seeds, the black farmers, they were sold defective seeds and yep. lost billions of dollars in crops from
4: their yep. competitors. And this was only sold to black farmers. My family got caught up in that because I have family that are farmers down in Mississippi and people have since died waiting on the settlement that was issued. There were billions and billions of dollars in settlement money that was issued to these farmers because there were lawyers that went in and they demonstrated how the government had mistreated and deceived these black farmers. And these these uh, the settlement was issued years and years and years and years ago, but finally paid out last year. Finally paid out last year, and people have died. So we're talking about second generations waiting on receiving this money, including my family.
0: Well, we ain't waiting for our reparations. <laughs> you ain't, you ain't going to wait till we dead and gone. This generation. <laughs> uh, you know, this generation that's coming up, they ain't waiting. So you better have that reparation you money. Had that money ready. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we're going to be back with Chef Swan, and we're going to get real – down to what's going on in this industry for those that are joining us this is raheem shabazz of necessary blackness podcast and chef swan
2: persons interested in broadcasting a commercial can reach us via email at necessary blackness podcast at gmail.com necessary blackness is distributed on all major podcast platforms iTunes, Stitcher, iHeart, SoundCloud, Podomatic, and Google Play. We'll also promote your business and product across our various social media networks, reaching over 100,000 people daily.
6: The creators of Elementary Genocide, Part 1, The School-to-Prison Pipeline, and Part 2, The Board of Education versus The Board of Incarceration, present the third installment, Academic Holocaust. Each film produced, directed, and personally funded by writer Raheem Shabazz Hollywood Chronicles says the documentary Elementary Genocide turns a critical eye towards the dehumanizing educational environment that criminalizes black and brown youth by funneling them from schools to prisons. If you've learned anything, shared any content, or have received any value from the Elementary Genocide brand, you're going to love Elementary Genocide 3, featuring the likes of Kaba Kemi, David Banner, Shahad Azad Ali, Michael M. Hotef, and Professor James Small. To help spread this important message to the masses, visit elementarygenocide.com. That's elementarygenocide.com. Please share our cause with your family and friends.
0: Peace and black power family. This is your host Raheem Shabazz and we are back. I am sitting here with Chef Swan and while we was off camera, we had an off camera conversation because you know the conversation continues whether we on air or off air. But it was very informative. Like I said, I'm learning something new every day. And I just learned about the laws in Georgia. I was under the impression that um, you can have a certain amount of weed on you, I think up to a half an ounce, and you will just be issued a citation. And that is decriminalized in the state of Georgia, such as it is in several different other states. I know it. Other states have their own laws. But I was just informed that I was erroneously wrong.
4: (laughs) Very. Very. So you want to explain that? First of all, decriminalization does not mean legal. We have to understand language. We have to understand what words truly mean and how deceptive they can be. What has happened here in the city of Atlanta, the metro area, is that they have decriminalized. So you're not considered a criminal. So that means that at the discretion of either the police officer, the solicitor, the DA, or the judge, at their discretion they can determine whether or not to throw your case out or keep it. Decriminalization is at the discretion of law enforcement and the courts. So if you get pulled over, you still can go to jail. People are going to jail every day. You still can be prosecuted. People are being prosecuted every day. This whole law, this ordinance, it's not even a law. It's an ordinance. First of all, an ordinance is what the city council sits down and do when they want to create a way to deal with nuisance in the community. And this was made into an ordinance, not a law, because of the upcoming election at that time. People wanted to give you the impression that they were doing something for this community. So that you would go out and cast your vote for certain candidates. So
0: basically it was benign neglect where they make you think that they're doing something, yes. but they really
4: not. They absolutely have done nothing. It's still very legal. You still can go to jail. And you think about it. It's at the discretion of law enforcement and the judge whether to send you to jail, whether to prosecute you or not.
0: So, in the words of Malcolm X, we have been bamboozled.
4: Bamboozled.
0: We have been hoodwinked.
4: Hoodwinked.
0: We have been re- led astray. Led astray. Run amok. And run amok. I forgot about that one. Hmm. So, there you have it. See, this is why we have to do our research. We can't be listening to these handkerchief head politicians can't. that come and spin the narrative. Because I was under the impression, and there's a whole lot of other people is that um, it was decriminalized. And I didn't know the real correct meaning of that. And now I do. And another thing, it happened in Atlanta, and certain um, municipalities, so it's not the entire state.
4: Oh, it's definitely not the entire state. You
0: get caught out in Douglasville, it's over.
4: Yes, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. Douglasville does not have this ordinance. Yeah. They have it in Riverdale. They have it in Forest Park. They have it in some other little small areas, all little suburbs of yeah. Atlanta. Not all of them, some of them. So when you go outside of the perimeter, this doesn't even qualify for that type of quote decriminalization.
0: So if you're driving and you go outside of the perimeter on two eighty five, it's a wrap. Put your weed out, throw it out the window because you're going to jail.
3: <laughs> well,
4: the thing about it is, again, you think about uh, police officers' discretion to do things, right? You know, we we all get caught up in discretion by police officers just simply by the color of our skin, right? So a police officer's discretion to shoot you is their discretion as well. So you want to apply that same discretionary power to this uh, whole possession of marijuana or cannabis and what do you think you're going to get? you
0: going to go to jail.
4: you going to jail. All right. So let's
0: talk about these two events. Okay. There's one in Atlanta. There's one in Charlotte. Uh, how can people find out more about the events? How can people register to go to the events? And how can people purchase tickets to these events?
4: That's a good question. We have a, a mastermind it's called Cannabis Creatives Mastermind. We have one here in Atlanta on September 21st and one in Charlotte on September 28th. Both of those are Saturday. They're from 10 o'clock in the morning until 10 o'clock at night because we're going to get down to business all day. So clear your entire calendar. Wow. You can go to my website, Mastermind Go. Mastermind Go dot com get registered get more information you can also get a copy of my free book that's coming up it's not actually free it's actually twenty four ninety five but I' am allowing people to get that book if you go to my mastermindgo.com website you can uh, get uh, linked up to get a copy of the book it's all about branding your cannabis business how to get it branded correctly you can get a copy of that free as well Wow
0: so not only are you gonna get the knowledge on the cannabis industry, but you are gonna get a free book, ladies and gentlemen. Y'all better go to that website. Y'all better click that link, and y'all better support. Now speaking of support, we need everybody to support the Cannabistro.
4: Right, Cannabistro, vegan, vegan
0: tea room, tea room out in um, Latonia. Now, before you tell everybody where is it exactly located, I want to know personally what the (laughs) menu look like. Oh, the menu is lovely. Give us some um, items that's on the menu.
4: We got our Boss Burger, which uh, everything on our menu is largely vegan. We have a couple of vegetarian items, but it's vegan and vegetarian.
0: Let me stop you right there. When she say vegan and vegetarian, that means that it's not an impossible burger. no. And it's not a uh, Beyond Meat burger? No. Okay.
4: We don't do any GMOs on our menu, so we don't use the Impossible Burger. We don't use any Beyond Meat. Uh, We use a lot of local black farmers in our produce. We use uh, local uh, other suppliers as well. Everything is a whole food item on our menu. No GMOs, a lot of local, and most of it is organic. Okay. Most of it is. So weird. we got
0: the Boss Burger.
4: You got the Boss Burger. You got the spinach chicken ricotta flatbread. You got our world's best smoothies. We got our strawberry hood cake, which is my take on a strawberry shortcake made with a vegan donut. We use the vegan dream donut, which is made right here in the West End, a black owned company oh, yeah, as well. The roster brother. The
0: Rasta brother Rasta Yeah, brother that's my man. Donut.
4: That's my man. Shout out to him. We make a, a strawberry shortcake out of that. And it's, okay. everything's infused with our organically grown CBD oil. And then we got our world-famous brownie. It ain't a weed brownie. It's a gourmet, vegetarian, organic chocolate brownie. It's soaked in moonshine. It is infused with our CBD oil. And that brownie on the West Coast sells for $50, but you can get it here for 10
0: it's a, a, a
4: brownie for $50? It's a $50 brownie, but I sell it here for 10
0: Wow. I got to get out there to Lothonia, and I got to support. Now, you mentioned the smoothies. Yes. What are, what are some of the uh, flavors?
4: I got one that I call the Grand Hustle. Okay. That's our really our most popular one. We named it after my favorite Atlanta rapper. You know, I like Luda too now. I got some coming for him. But I got T.I. on the menu right now, the Grand Hustle. And it's actually a green smoothie made out of kale, avocado, apple juice, pineapple, mango, everything organic. And uh, it's just all that.
0: All right. So we got the uh, Grand Hustle. What's another one? We got the Touch
4: of Melanin. Uh, Ah,
0: sounds like something I might like. (laughs)
4: <laughs> yes, it's organic strawberries Organic coconut milk And we mm. put our brownie pieces In that as well So I mean that's our next box. So the brownie pieces Is infused with CBD it's Infused with our own CBD oil And, and moonshine And the
0: moonshine Oh yep. man, so I don't even have to buy that I can just get the shake And it's already smoothie. in there, right? It's already there Whew, I gotta get out there So I know you gotta go Um, In your last
4: closing words is
0: there anything that I didn't ask you that I should have asked you or that you want to say?
4: Well, I just want to make sure people know how to reach me also on social media. we're Absolutely. On Instagram, Cannabistro Atlanta, C-A-N-N-A-B-I-S-T-R-O-A-T-L-A-N-T-A. You can also go to our regular website, CannabistroAtlanta.com. What about on uh, Insta- uh, Facebook? Facebook, we're CBD Oil Atlanta. CBD Oil Atlanta. Email, they want to sign
0: up for the newsletter?
4: Sign up for the newsletter. You can reach out to swan, S-W-A-N, at CanobistroAtlanta.com.
0: All right, Swan, I appreciate you for coming by. Um, I want to have you back frequently because I know that laws and different ordinance... And things like that are going to change. We're going to need people that want to get involved, know where to get involved, dispel the rumors and the myth. So when things happen, I need you to come back. (laughs) Oh, for sure. You are the cannabis
4: expert. Well, I appreciate
0: it. And I hope that you start... Well, I know you already leading the charge. But when this move, movement takes momentum, a lot of times those that was there in the beginning and that set it the groundwork right. are not recognized. And then you have the Johnny-come-latelys that come in and they get infused with all this cash. We ain't going to let that happen to you, sister. We're going to support you. And we're going to let it be known that you are the mastermind. <laughs> Behind the Appreciate cannabis that. business right here in Atlanta. So once again, I thank you and I want you to come back and we're gonna make it happen.
4: I do have two other things I want to quickly say. I want to just make sure I clarified the social equity piece, the inclusion of people of color, black people. We have missed that boat here in Georgia. Not gonna happen. And also well, let,
0: let me stop you right there. When you say it's not gonna happen, I, I can't I can't gel with that. That's like
4: I mean the laws have been written. All right. Well, we got. We, can, to we have those. to take. We have to take what we want with regards to the industry here. See, that's so what I'm laws talking about. Have she said we have to
0: take what we. we want. We can't
4: wait on the law to catch up with it. The laws have been written. It's very difficult to go backwards and get a law and include somebody in the law that's already been written, written especially one that has already been written most recently. We fail to get social equity included in that, but we most certainly can make it happen on our own. I don't need social equity. I mm-hmm. just need my people to support each other.
0: That's right. That's right. That's and our
4: social equity. So that was one thing. You said you had something else. Oh, the other thing is we're going to recognize uh, some of the people that have gone out here before us as well, include myself. We have a, an award show that we're doing in February for Black History Month called the Black Cannabis Award. So stay tuned for that as well. In
0: our next segment, we're going to speak to Tutmos, and he's going to give us the insight on what's going down September 14th, 2019, right here in Atlanta, Georgia. It's the RBG Music Fest.
2: Wingy Apparel is the latest fly and revolutionary streetwear to hit the market. Wingy is the outfitters of freedom fighters everywhere. Wingy is a Swahili word that means abundance. No one has ever gone broke by giving. So if you have it in abundance, sharing is better than receiving. Follow us on Instagram at Wingy Apparel. That's at W I N G I A P P A R E L.
3: Necessary Blackness podcast every Wednesday at six PM with award-winning journalist and filmmaker Raheem Shabazz. This podcast is only for those who are unapologetic because the mind of the conscious man or woman recognizes no monopoly on truth. Truth is relative and always to be sought. Now the summer is winding down. Kids are going back to school,
0: but the celebration is not over. We don't celebrate our leaders just in the summertime or during holiday. We celebrate them every day of the year. So, The next big event that's taking place in Atlanta is taking place on September 14th, 2019. And it's the first annual RBG Music Festival. And this festival is dedicated to Marcus Garvey and the RBG flag. And the artists who are performing, they represent the new African nation and they expound the same ideology and the belief of our Pan-African leader, one of the greatest Pan-African leader, Marcus Garvey. And today we have the organizer of this event, Tutmos. He's in the building. What's up, Tutmos?
5: Peace, peace, peace and power, African family.
0: Did I say that right, Uh, organizer? Because I know you more than an organizer.
5: Yeah, absolutely. On this project, yes, I am uh, chief organizer along with Sister Liberated Honey, brother Jonathan Knowledgeborn, Allah, and also Rock Main from Charlotte. So we have a committee, a team in place.
0: Yo, peace and and blessings, man, to the brother Knowledgeborn, Allah. That's my air, like So listen, you know, a lot of events come to Atlanta, and this is not an event that's coming to Atlanta. This is an event that's being done in Atlanta by those that have boots on the ground in Atlanta. So... This is a special event, and um, you have a lot of artists that are performing. Like It's a list of, of huh. who's who in the conscious community. Word. Can you give us some insight to some of the people that are going to be performing and taking the
5: stage? Yes, sir. Shout out to Tahir RBG, also one of the co-organizers, and along with myself, The Brain Child. Of the RBG Music Festival, along with headlining the comrades from Dallas, Texas, out of the DF dub, Lone Star RBG, Baba Mean, Sister Ebony Essence, and the, the homie, God, Big Sid. Also from uh, Cincinnati, we got uh, uh, Brother Damani True. Uh, we have Kingman, also out of Dallas, the Kazi Gang out of Charlotte. <laughs> The Vanguard, the United Front out of Brooklyn, and also the comrades with United Front from Milwaukee and also uh, from Toronto. Shout out to Brother Bomani and the crew. Uh, also Brother Shaw, who is his popularity is just taking off. This brother look out for Brother Shaw out of Dallas, Texas. Man. Okay. Brother Shaw, he, he released an album uh, earlier this year, uh Blood in My Eye. Uh, Revolutionary Black August to all of the Necessary Blackness podcast listening family. Hope you're there fasting, working out in the spirit of the dragon, George Jackson. And as you said, Brother Raheem, this is being done in the spirit of Marcus Garvey. The red, black and green flag we know was given to us by marcus garvey and next year will be the centennial of that mm-hmm. and we will have a large flag ceremony during the rbg music festival during the intermission uh the unia ross marvin will be participating uh in that flag ceremony also and and some youth uh further participation from the elders uh baba ak okay uh, georgia state uh will be carrying out political education, speaking to the artists getting there. You know, this is a political event as well as a musical event. We're taking very serious this flag and the representation of it. A lot of things have been said here lately about that flag and what it really means. And we want to bring those things back into focus. And so we're bringing those comrades from the community who have represented that flag. As we said, the UNIA, our elders, organizational leaders and local organizations and nationally most of all as i'm saying this is a musical presentation of propaganda right for the new african nation these artists and their music is the propaganda of the new african nation we're talking about artists like we said just a minute ago brother short with blood in my eye uh also locally uh brother ross kofi will be uh participating uh from philadelphia brother del p uh Grammy nominated. Um, The brother hit me up wanting to participate. All of the artists. The most incredible thing about the organizing of the RBG Music Festival has been the organizing focus of the artists. They bought into it hook, line and sinker from the beginning when we presented it, that this was about the principles of Garvey and that we were going to be coming together to organize ourselves so that their musical pre- uh, presentations of propaganda are organized, and they are like a supergroup or something, like a new Wu Tang, where you got one, some of the comrades in Philly, some of the comrades in Memphis, some in Dallas, I see that. and I they see coordinate that. with each other. So I and I told them, I was like, "Look, bro, this ain't. I'm not trying to like do this in Atlanta every year." We come together, we organize it. Then next year, go to Charlotte, go to Philly, go to Detroit. So, But you in control of your art form as an organizing platform will make a more significant, and plus united together will make more of a significant impact than individually you could as an artist.
0: Now, one of the key things you said is that this is surrounded around the RBG flag. For those that don't know, in 1920 there was a very popular song, and the name of the song was "Every Nation Has a Flag Except the Coon," mm-hmm. and that's when Marcus Garvey came with the idea of the red, black, and green flag. And this flag, we we gonna wave this high. Yes, September 14th. Yes, sir. Right here in Atlanta, Raheem Shabazz will be in the building, and I like. The way you was able to get artists from all over the United States, yep. from Cincinnati, I heard you say Charlotte, mm-hmm. Brooklyn, Milwaukee, Chicago, yep. Dallas, Texas, and so many other cities.
5: Memphis, L.A., Florida,
0: So. It, <laughs> This is going to be done at the Redeem Fruit Orchard, and right. that's at 1277 Ralph David Abenaki Boulevard, Atlanta, Georgia, 30313, and that's in the heart of the West End District. Mm-hmm. And if anybody that don't know about the West End, the West End is the cultural epic center of Atlanta.
5: Right, right. Everything is here. Right.
0: You want to go to an event? Get political education is right here. You wanna visit black owned business and spend yep. your black dollar is right, right here, here in West End. So this is very significant, brother. And um you have vending and ticket information yes. that's available. And I know right. there's a lot of people, you know, our necessary oh, blackness yeah. podcast family that may be interested in vending or getting tickets. Can you give that information to us, Brother?
5: Yes, sir. You can get vending and ticket information at rbG music festival at gmail dot com uh send whatever your inquiry is uh the the email has been very busy. I mean, we got a lot of vendors. we got group uh rates going also uh for uh, we've had sororities call in church groups uh the shrine has a big group coming um so uh hit rbgmusicfestival at gmail.com for ticket and, and vending information.
0: And also there's a Eventbrite page because I've been right. sharing it on my right. Facebook as well. Right. Uh do you know the
5: Eventbrite uh, page the, that they can Actually go to? actually this uh th- uh we're on at Ticket Bud. Ticket um, Bud. Yes, uh, Ticket Bud. And when you go on Ticket Bud, you can pull up the 2019 RBG Music Festival and get your tickets online uh, for $15. Um, at some point, we're probably going to be raising the price, so go ahead on and uh, get those tickets uh, right now. So and, and get sure... select seating because we're at a, it's an outdoor festival. Um, the ticket purchases will be in order, like, like in an auditorium. You know what I mean? The order that you buy your tickets in is where you will be seated. We will have uh, attendees uh, escorting people to uh, their seats and carrying out those assignments. Uh, And and we will be coming out this week with our roster of uh, uh, performers. Uh, We have, to begin with, I can say, uh, the RBG Poetry Set with our uh, conscious Atlanta poets, uh, Brother Abyss, Sister Tamika Georgia... Uh, Rewap B, um, also Sister Ebony Cuzzo. Um, after that, we have a indie artist set. Okay. And I'm very impressed with some of these artists. Uh, Omar Cupid, um, and sister uh Jayla Toy. She is awesome. Oh, oh man, cool. she I, I'm I'm really stoked about uh their performances. After that, we have a reggae set. Um, and these guys are awesome, too. Uh, talking about Wise Locks and uh, the brother, Yashua Vibe, who here is just catching fire locally. Um, another brother named Nazar. Also, our comrade, Ross Kofi, as I said, and uh, Genoa and his band, Brap. So uh, not so-
0: only do they have poetry... They have an independence artist set. They have reggae. They have so much for the community. And this is going to be a family-friendly event. So make sure you bring your kids out. So once again, that is Ticket Bud. Right now, you can go online. It's $15 online. And bet your last dollar... It's it's that the prices awesome. is going to go
5: up. Yeah, and this is going to be an awesome show. Nowhere, at, we're calling it the greatest musical extravaganza of consciousness in history. Mm. Never before. And as you said, all of the comrades out there, all of the R B G, said Brick the foundation, brother Patah Tahuti, brother New to God out of Memphis. As I said, brother Shard and his comrade, brother Sharif, the Lone Star Crew, Tahir, brother Aman, a man, uh, Amani, a man, out of Daytona. It's gonna be thirty acts, twelve hours. Thirty acts,
0: twelve hours. September 14th. Make sure you're in the building, family. This is Raheem Shabazz, and you are tuned in to Necessary Blackness Podcast, and I am with my brother, Most.
5: Aye, salute, African family. Peace. Peace.
1: Necessary Blackness Podcast is independently owned, and we do not accept sponsorship dollars from corporations. We are supported by the people, such as yourself, who know that In war, the first casualty is the truth. We are at war with racism and white supremacy. We must continue to tell the truth. Support us by purchasing your Necessary Blackness t-shirt by sending an email to necessaryblacknesspodcast at gmail.com.
0: Check out MCJ musicculturejournalism.com. Hip-hop is a global movement reaching all aspects of music, culture, and journalism. MCJ is the premier destination for culture-driven video and editorial content around the country. Check out musicculturejournalism.com. Log on today.
2: Wingy Apparel is the latest fly and revolutionary streetwear to hit the market. Wingy is the outfitters of freedom fighters everywhere. Wingy is a Swahili word that means abundance. No one has ever gone broke by giving. So if you have it in abundance, sharing is better than receiving. Follow us on Instagram at Wingy Apparel. That's at W-I-N-G-I-A-P-P-A-R-E-L.
3: Necessary Blackness podcast every Wednesday at 6 p.m. with award-winning journalist and filmmaker Raheem Shabazz. This podcast is only for those who are unapologetic because the mind of the conscious man or woman recognizes no monopoly on truth. Truth is relative and always to be sought.